Here at Total Wine & More, you'll find what you love and love what you find, especially our totally low prices. My friends and I are hanging out this weekend, and I'm on cooler duty. These seltzers and sparkling wines are the coolest. They'll make you the king of the cooler. Oh, that sounds good. Wow, I can fill my cooler without emptying my wallet? Find what you love, love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. With the lowest prices in the DMV. Drink responsibly, B21. Hi there, this is Jim the Keys bartender coming to you from Key Largo. Let me turn that music off. Boy, is that romantic music? I don't know. I sound a little raspy there, but I am feeling fine. It is February 14th, the day after Super Bowl. I had a great time. I uh, cooked for the family. Well, it was just Abby, nephew, and I, and daughter went to a party. But I had ribs, wings, cherry pie, homemade uh, macaroni and cheese, and a great game. And I won't go over the game with you because it was fabulous. But for me, whenever I eat barbecue ribs, I feel as if I have to take a shower afterwards. I just get it all over the place. I look, I look like a seriously disturbed person after I eat those. So... That was successful. The game was successful. And it was followed by a great game, Valentine's Day today. You know that it's the most, one of the most stressful holidays, along with Christmas, birthdays, anniversaries. Uh, but Valentine's Day has got to be up there. It's kind of like as if you're putting a demonstrative expression on your relationship with someone. Meaning, here's a thing and something written that will demonstrate my depth of feelings for you. And I have no idea because I don't I don't recall doing it for my uh, for Sky, but I remember as a kid being given a bunch of cards each year you had to buy a bunch of cards and give them to everyone in the classroom which was nice and kind of not nice because I guess for people when you're up to in uh, what was it kindergarten first grade second grade I don't know if we did it in eighth grade this was the public schools I was in in New Jersey and Maryland at the time and they stopped doing that. They didn't do that in Catholic school. And especially when I was in an all-boys school, they kind of frowned upon that. It's okay if you're a priest, but not, no. Just kidding about that. But everyone getting a Valentine's Day card and just writing someone's name. I mean, it's kind of, you know, some people got a lot, some people got more, some got less. Somebody, you know, we, the way I was taught when I was young, you give everyone a card. Right? Everyone got a card. The boys and the girls got a card. I think that was back then. And we're talking over 50 years ago. And then as you get older, you started... I mean, it was one of those. As a kid, it's just a candy holiday. Right? Heart, 
hardship candy. Not as good a candy holiday. If you talk about candy holidays, I think the first one would be Halloween. And the second one would be Easter. Because you get your Easter basket. I don't know how Christians came about that. and says, listen, yeah, to celebrate our Lord and Savior's uh, rising from the dead, we're going to give you a nice ba- box of sweet treats and hard-boiled colored eggs distributed by a very large rabbit or bunny. But to get with Valentine's Day, uh, so that's number, wait, was Valentine's Day, uh, I would put it number three, on tied with, oh, maybe number four if you consider Christmas. There's a lot of uh, candy on Christmas too. So yeah, it would be the number four candy holiday, which is a big deal for kids. Big deal for kids, not so much for adults. But then as the nuances, as you get go through elementary, junior high, high school, then it starts developing more meaning. In high school, I really didn't have a lot to do then. Valentine's Day. I dated a couple girls, but I don't think I dated at the time. I think I may have gave a card. I may have dead flowers and stuff like that. But um, whenever Valentine's Day rolled around in mid-year, I don't... I probably was stag until I got to college and then the importance of getting flowers and things like that came about and it started getting more ornate and then I started learning about the things you can get and the things you can't get thoughtful thoughtful gifts things that have some meaning even though everyone's given and getting them and when it comes to restaurant business it is crazy busy. One of the craziest busy days of the year. Fortunately, it's on a Monday this year, and I do not work on Mondays. I was asked to work on Valentine's Day. Uh, not on Valentine's Day. I was asked to work on Valentine's Day a couple of days ago. And I think that my, I guess, better judgment made me decide and say, hey, listen, that's not a good idea for me to work on that day. And first of all, I didn't want to work because it is a crazy day. It's a forced night out. And I don't really understand how we get that busy, but we used to get busy too. We got busy at at the restaurant I work at, even though it's not the, uh, not the typical restaurant you take your Valentine's out to. But sometimes I guess you could take your parent out there or your kid out there. Maybe your family. Usually a Valentine's d- dinner is, is more of a ornate place. And we'll get to that a little later. About places to go. And places not to go. I guess it's probably even better. But it has become what the origins of holidays. I mean, most people realize that there was it was a religious holiday. There was a St. Valentine's. It was a bishop or a priest who defied a Roman emperor's ban on marriages at the time, and he ended up getting hung for it, for doing secret marriages. And then in the Middle Ages, I guess when the church recognized it as a feast day, the Catholic Church, people started, and it was about marriage and romance, and they started attributing Valentine's Day to those things. And in the Middle Ages, you start seeing poems and things like that written to people. 
and it pretty much steady recognition if there was a holiday for romance it was Valentine's Day but it wasn't really holidays weren't a big thing for people until the industrial age because people didn't have the disposable time they were working seven days a week a lot of people had a hard time just had putting any food on the table let alone in February in the depths of winter in the north northern hemisphere at least but in the 1800s, you start seeing Valentine's Day cards. And there were some weird cards, and I want to talk about that, uh, the, we- the weird cards that come about. But it just built up, build up, build up. It was attributed to some lady in the 18 late. Oh, but let me see. I have this here. Um, it, was, it has its roots in the pagan festivals. 1300s, they start seeing it. Uh, Cupid, the baby. It was a Greek Greek god based on Eros where and then he eventually made it who was actually a handsome man that could make people fall in love and then they turned it into a young child with a a weapon which you know doesn't make much sense that you would give a kid a, a flying baby an arrow a bow and arrow to fly around with so it was Hester Holland Esther Holland the mother of Valent of the American Valentine. She's, she made ornate cards with ribbons and bows and all that stuff. And so now we got to do that stuff. And then flowers um, started coming, you know, giving those out in the 1800s, 17th, uh, 16th century. They started associating those things. But nowadays, I've gone over this in different shows um, previous, but I think they're looking at somewhere around $30 billion in spending, about $2.5 billion or $3 billion in candy alone, billions on flowers and other gifts, mainly jewelry. Jewelry is the main thing. And there are almost a billion dollars a year spent on Valentine's gift for people's pets in the United States. Yeah, you heard that right. For people's pets, you give you give them something. You give something to your pet. You know they're going to chew on it first before anything. And the the average uh, men spend is a little over three hundred, and which is about three times more than what the average woman spends in the United States. So it's a little over a hundred. So there's a little inequity in there and stuff like that, but guys are kind of begging for it anyway. But it's amazing how people become tone deaf to what people should give on Valentine's Day. You got your basics, you know. You do got your basics. You got your you got your flowers and your candies. Now candies aren't always up for everyone. Not everyone's in the chocolate. You know, sometimes they could be into other things. They could be in the, you know, it could be a fruit basket. The person's really healthy. Or cheeses. Charcuterie board. Whatever. You just got to be mindful on that. What, who your recipient is. But flowers always work with that. But it, it seems like when 
you go out today, you go to the store today, this very day, you see everyone with flowers where you could have done it. I guess you could have done it on Super Bowl Sunday. Would have made sense or the Saturday before. But some people like to get their flowers on Valentine's Day. It's just one of those things you put on the top. You know, the show. Here, I love you. Here's some flowers to demonstrate that. I don't get the connection sometimes, but it's it's lovely. But getting to the things people don't know what to do, there are places people just are clueless. And you you heard the horror, horror stories, but the absolute worst place you could take someone on Valentine's Day, unless it's requested, that's the caveat, a strip club, not far behind it, would be a Hooters for wings. And I pick Hooters because of its, you know, you have those boxing women walking around with prominent breasts featured. There's actually a card out there, uh, an advertisement for Hooters where they used to run a special on Valentine's Day and it says, no ring, give her wings. Buy 10 and get 10. All day, February 14th. Now, if you showed up, there's a unique woman that would accept that as a great gift, but if you shut up with 10 wings, you got free because you decided to go to Hooters to check out the women there and they decided to bring some wings home for the lady. It's like, it's like having glitter. It's an expression of having glitter. It's good, like being in a strip club. I'll be home, but I'm going to a strip club first. I'm going to bring you. I'm going to bring you your Valentine's gift, but I got to go to Hooters first and eat ten wings to talk to the girls there before I do it. You know, they'll appreciate it. any fast food place. Any fast food place. You know, Mickey D's is great if you're under twelve or thirteen years old, but you got to graduate that up. You know, you can go to those places like the Golden Corral. It's acceptable if you're like a carnival or circus employee. Right? A cards. A card. Now, I always go for minimal, um, minimalist cards. Not too much, too many messages on it. You don't have to get... I mean, it's a big world out there with a lot of information at the tip of your fingers if you go on the internet. And you can get... You can generate to a request a great message for Valentine's. Yes, you can. It is no problem whatsoever. So you can do that. You get a card with a heart on it. You make you can make a card. I know it sounds cheesy and stuff like that. But if you make a card and you write it out and stuff like that, sometimes, sometimes if you've got the audience, the right audience, the right person, they'll appreciate it a lot more than that. But there are some bad messages you can call, and I've seen some bad cards. And there used to be a store in the malls called Spencer's Gifts, and they always had some good ones uh, for that. And since there's a big world out there, there are people that, I guess they do it for a joke. Uh, hopefully they're not serious, but I got some cards, and they're older cards. And this one wasn't as wild. Some of them weren't as wild, so I think they tried to be witty. And it kind of fell short. This one particular card had a baby cow on the front with kind of like the doughy eyes of it, the dewy eyes. 
and you know the lipstick to show it was a female cow and it says I'll I'll veal so happy if you'll be my bound the veal referring to that baby cow being a meal eventually um, there's another one I saw that was good it was a old doll like one of those horror movie dolls Annabelle or something like that and it says creepy doll sitting in the attic for 50 years or not happy Valentine's Day anyway it just leaves a lot of questions out there for there there are also there was tons of racist ones and there was I, I don't even feel I'm the only one I could feel and talk about was a caricature of an Asian woman and I didn't even like that I didn't like any of the, those ones I didn't see one that they were doing caricature to Latinos but they did African Americans they, they did Asians and it's an African a caricature of an Asian woman in the, ninth, the late 1800s Chinese garbs you know the gray nondescript tunic and pants and she's ironing pants and they write not big valentine me sendy all same likey you much plenty without the picture of the caricature of the Chinese woman doing laundry which that was the thing that was a caricature of a stereotype of Chinese people that they always did laundry and then later it was that they have restaurants. But that phrase is probably, why am I, excuse me, when I do it, one of the most racist ones I've ever seen. Another one was a drawing of a bear. It's a drawn, ink drawn of a bear with chainsaw for arms. Yeah, that's right. A drawing of a bear with chainsaw for arms. I don't know if it was made for someone or published, but this, if you ever get mauled by a bear with chainsaw hands, and it was chainsaw arms, not chainsaw hands, um, I hope he stays away from your face because I think you're kind of cute. There's so many things wrong with that one. He's probably saying, hey, listen, I'm only interested in your looks, and that could ha- you know, that could change if anything were to happen such as an attack by a bar bear with chainsaw let me tell you if you got attacked by a, a mauled by a bear without chainsaw hands or arms you still probably be pretty messed up because bears are a lot bigger you don't have to give that you could put a person or a dog with chainsaw paws because that's just overkill. It's like giving a bear a baseball bat and saying your bear's going to beat you with a baseball bat. It doesn't need a baseball bat. It has a it has a one hundred pound arm with you know four inch claws at the end of it. Oh, there's one with a Trump thing on it, and it's him smiling, saying, "I wouldn't deport you." And there's a bunch of them like that. So there's a pink cupcake with a, uh, writing on it and says, you'd be prettier if you lost weight. You'd be, I mean, that 
is beyond tone deaf. That's almost like an anti-Valentine, meaning, oh, I'll be foregoing sex with you in any near future. Okay, for Harry Potter fans, this is cheesy. I Dumbledore you. I Dumbledore you. I guess that's kind of like a door. Oh, there's a Kate Winslet one. She's in the period costume she was in in Titanic. And it says, I'll go on, I'll go down on you faster than the Titanic. Which doesn't make much sense because it took hours for the Titanic to uh, sink. So going down faster, meaning like two, three hours, and that's pretty much a nice dinner. And then you go home and that's pretty much the same amount of ta- time as the Titanic. It's not, I mean, it's not much faster. I mean, actually three hours probably would be plenty fast for that. Um, if you, if you, if it took four hours, it'd still be probably faster than the Titanic. Let's talk about some gifts Along with the things like giving your wife an appliance, a vacuum, um, a gym membership. I always think that's a horrible idea. But, you know, you can give them a spa day thing. That's a good one. But here's some. I saw a chocolate um, candy holder that was shaped like a scale. I, I I mean, you're reminding someone they could lose weight. A slim fast product basket with hearts all over it. Not not oh no, she likes slim fast. She eats it all. no, but you don't remind her. You want to tell her how beautiful it is. She you don't give her the chocolates, but you don't have to give them the slim fast. Or the Jenny Craig or Weight Watchers membership. That's not the time to do it. You can do that a couple weeks later, but not the same. A heart shaped plastic box that contained heart-shaped steak. That, that's... Gosh. I I mean, the woman really has to like steaks for that to really bring true for them. How about his and hers tongue scrapers? Yep, it's back. It says his and hers tongue scrapers. I guess you have to have one pink and one blue just so you're not using the other person's tongue scraper. But that's considered a, you know, an appropriate Valentine gift. I saw Valentine's toilet paper with messages on the toilet paper, which, I mean, gosh. I guess if you have the same interest and it's, an ontological, or would they call that a scatological uh, humor or interest that would make sense, but I, I don't get it anyway. Oh, there was a cake, a heart-shaped cake. I saw a picture of it. Hope you enjoy your VD. And then a teddy bear with a heart in the center. What is what is that? I don't know. Heart. Thank you for that heart. I don't. I don't know that one. I started writing that down. It just made 
It was funny at the time, I guess it's, I don't know, I forgot what that teddy bear thing said. But whenever any partner says, I really don't want anything big for my birthday or anniversary or Valentine's Day, there's, on people that are aware or cognizant of history, a lot of people can see the pitfalls of doing nothing. Even when asked, please don't do anything on Valentine's Day. I'm not interested. For me, there is no possibility ever not doing anything to denote Valentine's Day. I don't get the request sometimes. You know me. You know I'm not going to do nothing. I don't care. I realize it's a Hallmark holiday. I realize that throughout the year I get you flowers on intermittent dates just because I want to get you flowers. But Valentine's Day, people don't know that. People don't know that. And then uh, they do realize that when someone doesn't get flowers when they're at work and everyone else does, it becomes conspicuously absent. And no matter what the person said to you prior, they're going to think about it for a while and say, maybe this person doesn't care for me as much as I thought they did. And yeah, you can do the wrong thing, but doing nothing is, I mean, better just to give them that Valentine's Day toilet paper, or maybe not, or maybe not. But the decisions on where you go and taking a little effort on that day could go a long ways. And understand the injustice of it. The injustice of it that people are automatically, no matter how bad the relationship is, compared to someone that's in a pretty sweet relationship where the, your partner responds to you and considers you, uh, makes considerate decisions about you and expresses themselves demonstratively on how much they care about you. Yeah, you can see that Valentine's Day being important. But then there's other people that are barely, barely together and they have to go and do that on Valentine's Day. If you're married, you have to do it. There's people in uh, that are having extramarital affairs, and they're buying it on the they're buying Valentine's gifts for their their lovers, and for the person that's being cuckolded. I guess that would be the correct term if you applied it to both men and women. If you're in a relationship, that's what you got to do. And the interesting thing about Valentine's Day is when you meet somebody. Now, if you meet someone on Valentine's Day, that is one of the few times other than after. Obviously, after is no big deal. As long as you're not, if you're not together the next Valentine's Day, no big deal. Don't buy anything. But if you are, anytime after meeting someone after Valentine's Day or the day before Valentine's Day. Depending on what kind of 
I'm going to say date you have. You got to be careful how you express yourself to someone. If you have a friend, sending uh, red flowers are, uh, I guess, a, a sign of affection. Yellow is friendship. White is white could be friendship, or yellow could be relatives, or uh, white's condolences. But the amount and the type of gifts, and I've seen guys desperately sending flowers. Sending flowers to someone who is for a love that's unrequited, not returned, is for some people is seen as a pathetic act. I don't believe it. I think it's a hopeful act. I think it's nice. People should have hope. Uh, but some people laugh at it when they see it and stuff like that. And I would always say, you know, try to reapply it. Try to spread that around. If that person doesn't respond to you, your kindnesses and your thoughtfulness, then maybe it's time to move on. But, you know, it's just one of those days and so many people, I am so happy not to be working that. There's people's expectations and some people are very happy just to be together. Sometimes they don't have to be together. They never go out. They never go out. And there's a reason why they don't go out. They're not they don't like going out together sometimes, but they're forced to go out on Valentine's Day. And you see it. Some people say, boy, they are barely, this relationship's on health, uh, life support. Um, when I see a couple come in and try to make a big deal at the catch, I, I hesitate to think what their relationship is, but if you can't be good on that day, you're kind of doomed. I hate to say that. You you can recover from a bad Valentine's Day, but you can't recover on Valentine's Day from a bad relationship. A bad relationship. You can have a bad time and you can re-express your commitment. That's a good time. But if things aren't being addressed, Valentine's Day is not the day to do it on you got to put in a little legwork before that. I'm sure there's stories of people say, listen, we were going to get a divorce, but then I brought her a box of, a heart-shaped box of chocolates, edible panties, and a couple roses from the uh, rose lady that comes walking around. Yeah, the rose lady. We got one to Maria, and she does roses. This is her big day. Her big weekend was... So she has the little votives and the little flowers. And she goes there, do you need flowers? Do you need flowers? And she'll... She had a nice markup, as well, as she should, because, you know, she is providing a service. Is to providing a service. And I don't see I don't see it as much as those commercials of 1-800-Flowers anymore where people are saying, we'll send you two dozen roses for this much money to anybody, in the, you know, in the world for $20, something like that. I don't see that as much. But I have a feeling that we're going to be on track to have that same amount of spending as we had in prior years, probably a little more. So that's it for Valentine's Day. I will come back to you tomorrow. I hope you have a good Valentine's Day if you have someone to celebrate it with. Um, if you don't, uh, you can. I'll be your Valentine. So take care. 
God bless. Happy Valentine's Day, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Let's play a little music, right?